Welcome to The Well Podcast, a safe place to find health and wholeness for your body, mind, and heart. My name is Kari Davis. After being widowed at 38 with three little kids and now blending our family with a man that made my heart come back to life, I know that it is hard to calm the chaos through life's ups and downs. If you are lost in the overwhelm of motherhood, if you're trying to be mindful of true self-care again, or if you need to find simple ways to detox your life, mind, and home, come to The Well. Our online wellness collaborative of coaches where you can find restoration through natural wellness, inner healing, and faith that brings freedom to your heart. In the Bible, the woman at the well went to the well for water, but when Jesus showed up with truth and healing, she got living water. Grab your bucket, a cup will not do, and join me at the well. It's time to refill, reset, and restore. Does anybody else feel the shift of the stress level going up? (laughs) I hope that you guys had some relaxation this summer and that you were able to just sit with your families and enjoy, maybe even take a trip. Um, I think it was just one of the best summers ever, ever, ever. But now I'm feeling all the fall stuff that always happens every single year. All the back to school, all the schedules coming out or schedules not coming out and guessing what our lives are going to be (laughs) this fall with hockey schedules and with different things. And as I feel the stress level go up, I refuse this year. I just, I refuse to start getting anxious. I am trying so hard to keep my cortisol level down. And I'm also running a group this month. It's a It's not really a challenge. It's really more of a support group. I call it the Way Less Warriors. And it started out as metabolic support, which you've maybe listened to enough podcast episodes that you know that metabolic health is all of it. It's how you digest your food, how you burn your calories to make energy, how easily you lose weight. But it's also so much more than that. Your rest and your stress, your digest, your everything. And so this month, we've really been focusing in our, in our Facebook group on cortisol level and sleep. So really, really setting the foundation, especially if you do want to weigh less on the scale, that first you have to weigh less in your life, less on your shoulders, less stress, giving yourself that true soul care that feeds your soul, getting rest and restoration. And so it's been really hard, though, to hear from so many of the women in the group that they're just not sleeping and they're so stressed. And it just makes me think that we need to go back again and again on this podcast to just help each other. We are all in the midst of so much with work and with kids and running homes. And I think over the decades... We as mothers, now our husbands do so much. This is not a man slam. I'm only just talking about women. We have taken on more and more and more and more. And there's not been a plan that was congruent at the same time to take on less and less, to get less off of our shoulders um, through self-care and through really putting our own mask on first. And that's why I talk about it so much on the podcast. But then life just gets busy and we start to feel all of the emotions of our children. And 
the dishes just always need to be done. The laundry never stops for us to do self-care. The vacation might be amazing, but then the laundry just waits when we get home. And you start to feel like, how exhausted am I possibly going to feel my whole entire adult life? And I don't know if you guys feel that way, but I'm hearing that from so many of you. And many of you are single moms or you have gone through a really hard time of grief. You know, I'm starting to get into that phase of life in my 40s where I have a lot of older friends, maybe a decade or two older than me, and they're starting to lose parents. And even people my age are starting to care for their parents and to lose parents there's women like me that have been through a divorce or been through a death and lost their their spouse that way. And there's just so much grief compounded with the laundry and the kids' needs and wanting our children to turn out right. And I just I'm just feeling, I'm trying not to absorb too much of this empathy because um, I start to kind of get anxious for even other people as well, as well as my own anxiousness. So I have to, to watch myself a little bit. But I just really want today for you to just really take a deep breath. And I'm going to share once again, there's a lot more podcast episodes about this, but I came up with a list in the support group um, called Way Less. It's just this little sheet, this little worksheet that I've been working through with some of the people in there. Less on your shoulders, less stress on your body, so your body can serve you. And then if you have this weight loss goal, or if you're wanting to get healthier, that that is not another stress. So not only do I have to run a perfect home, I need to have my children have everything that they need, but plus I need to look great, right? And it's just all this pressure. And so number one and number two are stress and sleep management. So actually sleep is number one. It is the most important. As soon as I feel my stress level go up, I start work waking up earlier in the morning and I'm not getting that full eight, nine hours. Now I do feel the best. I feel like around seven, I would say. And there's a lot of research. I would love to find someone to come on the podcast to talk about sleep. I'll try to find a sleep expert this fall because a lot of times people will say that your circadian rhythm runs in cycles of three hours. And so it's almost better to get to get six hours or to get nine hours. And I would love to know if that's true because I really feel like I need eight to nine. So maybe that nine is that magic number. But then other times when... I'm excited about things when there's a lot going on. I'm almost excited to wake up too, and I love to spend time in the morning. And so it's just, it's finding that balance. But once again, if you're not sleeping, please don't even talk about the day. I mean, just the first thing that you need to do if you didn't sleep well is to schedule in your nap. And if you truly, truly feel that that is not possible, then something needs to be cut because if you are not sleeping as the homemaker, as the mom in your home or the wife, even if you don't have children, if you are not sleeping, nothing is going to work. Just nothing. Your body only heals and digests and recovers in sleep. 
And so you can do all the self-care you want, but if your body is not getting the restoration that it was designed by God to do, nothing is going to make sense. And so I have other episodes on sleep, and I will definitely try to get a sleep expert. But please, if you're not sleeping, do not be setting a bunch of wellness goals for yourself. First, let's get the sleep down. Then the second one is the stress reduction. And now these go together, but I used to put those in like the wellness pyramid, kind of in the middle, and nutrition was also fir- was always first. But especially if you are under a lot of stress, I really think we need to reverse how we work on this because I just, I know for me, if I'm not sleeping and if my cortisol level, my stress hormone is off the charts, nothing else makes sense. It doesn't even matter what I eat. It doesn't, (laughs) if I'm already so deprived, it doesn't matter that I eat really healthy for the day. So (laughs) it really, really needs to come first. So some of the stress reduction that I've been trying to do are, I've been finding some really, really good um, sound meditations, like guided meditations. My my heart, though, this summer has really been diving into, I want to be really careful that I'm not listening to things that are based on other religions or different things. So I'm trying to find a collection of meditations that I truly can rest because sometimes in my in my heart, if I don't know if the person is kind of kooky, um, I can't rest. And so I'm trying to find meditations that are very, very vanilla. You know, they're, they're just talking about breathing. They're not putting in a lot of spiritual mumbo jumbo because I don't want to be resting <laughs> or falling asleep and then someone's talking and putting things in my heart that I don't want in my heart. So I've been working really hard on that. But there's some really good ones that just walk you through breathing and like filling up your lower belly and your middle lungs and your upper um, and your upper chest, um, f- breathing in different ways to activate that vagus nerve, that parasympathetic nervous system that really is your rest and digest part of relaxation. And so it's so, so important. And I am definitely not an expert, but once I do these things, I see how much my cortisol level goes down. So breathing, not just like, but like truly like breathing in your nose for five, holding it for five, exhaling for five, and repeating that. Truly go in your, if you feel weird about it, go in your closet, go in your bathroom, lock all of the doors, put the children in places where they can be safe. They will be fine if you breathe for one minute, okay? So definitely breathing and finding good meditations that will guide you through that. You know, meditations are not just one thing. Meditation is just focusing on just one thing rather than trying to multitask. And so and I, I always put prayer with meditation, but they're really different, especially to me. Prayer is something that sometimes stirs up a lot of emotion. When I'm talking to my Heavenly Father, sometimes I'm getting emotional and I'm praying for my children or praying for the world, and sometimes it almost adds to that stress. So maybe type out a couple prayers 
that are things that you're just focusing on the truth. You're just focusing on those affirming truths that I talk about, about who God is. Because supplement, suppl, what is it? Supplication, I think is the word. Asking requests of God or praying for other people sometimes is stressful. And so write out some prayers that are just thanksgiving or just focusing on the glorious part of God so that it is not adding to your stress level. I hope that makes sense. Um, Another thing that I'm working on is having my environment clean. If you are a person where your house cannot be a mess without you feeling like a mess, you might not be able to tackle the whole entire house. That's going to add to your stress level. So maybe just clean your bathroom. Just pick it up doesn't have to be perfect, just pick it up. Or maybe it's your closet before you do this guided meditation. Or maybe it's your bedroom, maybe it's the kitchen, maybe it's the kitchen table. The kitchen table's the only thing clean in the home, but you can just sit there for a couple minutes. Um, the other one is doing some deep dive into your calendar. And so if everything is getting so overwhelming, go back to that episode where I talk about my little paper that I make to brain dump everything that I need to do in different different aspects of my life. But sometimes you're not going to get your stress under control until you look at what's actually going on. And so truly what's coming up, talk to the people in your life, just sit down and carve out that hour to call your mom, call your sister-in-law, call your husband, (laughs) and talk about the things coming up this fall. Talk about the holidays or whatever is weighing on you. Get to that heart of what is weighing on you coming up this fall. The coach, right? The teacher, (laughs) the back to school, call the PTO president and find out when the events are going to be so that you're not worried about things that haven't even happened yet. Um, maybe you need some time away. That might just be, again, going to the bathroom and washing your face. Flossing your teeth sometimes is relaxing. Who knows? Um, might be walking around the block. Sometimes it's a workout. Sometimes it's not. Um, maybe it's reading. Again, de- depending on what you're reading or if it's watching TV, depending on what you're watching, Sometimes that actually works you up, depending on how the state of your stress is. Um, Taking a bath. But even in the bath, are you going to sit and talk negative to your body the whole time? Right? Like, we are so complicated as women, and we make things so much, all of our wires are crossed, right? They're all, we think about all of the things all at the time. And so, You have to tell yourself if you're going to take a bath that you're going to talk nice to yourself when you see yourself naked in the bathroom, right? (laughs) Um, Journaling, again, is that going to be something that would really help? Maybe you just want to journal about something that's not recent. A lot of times when I journal, I think that it needs to be like telling the journal what's happening right now or like the kids. Maybe you want to write a letter to your grandmother that passed away and you just want to remember being a little girl. Maybe you want to to journal a letter to your future self or to a jerk of a boyfriend in high school or it doesn't have to be like a diary. It can be a letter. It can be anything to just get your thoughts out. Maybe you like to type. Maybe you like to write. Um, maybe you need to spend time with a loved one. When, when one of my children or my husband or a friend 
you know, when the kids are especially being like super sweet for that couple minutes where they're just truly super sweet, nothing fills your cup like spending time with a loved one. Now, when <laughs> when your kids have been little stinkers or if you have four teenagers in the house now like I do, <laughs> um, you have to catch them on a good moment, right? But maybe sometimes when you want to spend time with a loved one, tell them in advance that you're needing a check-in. Like, I really miss you. Can we just talk for a couple minutes? Not about anything coming up, but can we just talk like light or set the expectation sometimes for some of these conversations. I'll ask Bobby sometimes, I'll just say, will you be my coach for a couple minutes? And I'll talk to him about something going on in my work or something going on with my kids. And he'll kind of put the coach hat on because he's really good at that. And he can kind of walk me through my feelings rather than me just like, explode all of my feelings on him and then he doesn't know what to do. So kind of prime the pump sometimes for some of those conversations. Um, Is cooking something that is really helpful to you? Some people, it kills two birds with one stone. They feel so good when they're cooking something healthy, they're cutting vegetables, they're cutting fruit. Maybe meal prepping is something that can become the one of the best ways for self-care because then you have healthy meals set up for the week. And you also just loved spending some time in the kitchen. Put your AirPods in or turn some music on. Tell all the kids to go in their rooms or tell your husband that you want to be alone for a little bit. And just enjoy cooking rather than it just being a means to an end to get supper on the table. Um, I have music here. I mean, music to me is with everything. But I was noticing this week that I've been listening to... We went to a couple concerts this summer, and so we've been listening to them in the, in the, when we're at the beach or in the kitchen making dinner or something. But I hadn't been listening to like my favorite favorite worship songs that really ground me, and so I put my AirPods in, and was like, man, I'm having like a worship music deficit because I haven't gone to church in a couple weeks with travel, and I just I miss worship, and so. If, if worship music or maybe like spa music or instrumental music, even the music that you pick can be, can just change you so much. Um, there's an amazing theologian, Martin Luther, that actually said some, I don't know the exact quote, but he just said that um, music is one of the highest forms of worship. I'm totally butchering it. I don't know. It's something like that. But it's music can do something, stir something in your soul. God made us that way. And then maybe it's just sitting with your favorite drink. Maybe it's a cup of coffee. Maybe it's a cup of tea. Maybe it is getting some of that fruit that you just that you just cut up and putting it in some water and just appreciating your glass of water and just sit down and drink it. I mean, sometimes these things slow us in ways that nothing else does. And so... I'm doing a lot of research this summer just about truly how our bodies work, and I, I'm just always learning more and more that we have so much control over how we feel and how we manage, and if we can take better care of ourselves and in turn teach our children and our husbands and our coworkers around us in a loving way, not annoying like, you know what you need to do? 
but in a loving way, I I just I think that it's going to make this fall so different. And so I always have had a list of self-care, but I've really been diving deeper into really coming up with ways that really restore me. I remember the month before my first husband passed away, I was sitting at the table and I was kind of doing this. I was getting a lot of work done and I swear God was like preparing my heart for the trauma that was ahead because I just, I don't, I had never really been like that before, but I was like coming up with my perfect schedule and I was getting a lot of, of like operation stuff done in my business that would make life way easier for the whole next year. And I wrote on a piece of paper, son, sing, savior. <laughs> and it's so funny because I was what, 30, uh, 37, I think at the time, maybe 38. And I had been a home alone with a lot of little kids for a lot, a lot of years. And I was just starting to take better care of myself. And because before I would just run myself ragged and go all day and like not even brush my teeth and not even eat anything when my kids were little. I mean, I was like not very good at taking care of myself. And I realized that on my best days, it's when I had just gotten in the sun, just gone outside a little bit rather than vacuuming all day. And singing, so I love to sing. I'm, I've been a worship leader pretty much my whole life since I was like 10. Um, and so singing, whether it's in the car or with the kids or goofy songs or sitting down at my piano and singing, and then that is tied with spending time with my Savior, with God. And sometimes worship and singing and listening to music is the same time with God, but also reading his word and putting in his words rather than just people's words that wrote songs is just so important. And I, and I thought of that many times over the years, but every time that I'm not doing okay quotes, um, it's because I haven't done my three non-negotiables, son, sing, savior. So come up with your three and whatever just fills you up. Like, just think of yourself as a cup. What is just water on a hot day? That's why we call this the well. What fills you up? And you have to do those every day, friend. You just have to because life is going to eat us alive. There are so many things trying to get our attention right now in the media and on social media and in the world, and just evil, rampant, and bad service, and high prices, and <laughs> it's just, as I watch prices go up, and back to school shop this week, I just think, like, how are people managing their emotions? This is insane, um, but there's good deals to be had, too, this week, but it's stressful, because everyone's trying to get the good deals at the same time, right? <laughs> um So what are your three non-negotiables? What are your son, sing, and savior? And write them on your mirror, write them in your day planner, write them as a little reminder in your phone to pop up in the morning. And when your day gets really busy, hopefully they can be things that you can do anywhere, that you can be doing your secret self-care plan, sitting at your desk or driving in the car or You know, you can do them anywhere, but they are non-negotiables. God does not want for us this crazy busy. He wants us to be still and to be calm and to, he will fill us up. All we have to do is just ask him. And so 
I hope that this helps. I hope that you're having an amazing end of the summer. If you have weeks and weeks left, I'm so jealous. Good for you. Enjoy every second. If you're going to be back to school in this next week or two, um, I do have a back to school class on tomorrow night, August 8th at 8 o'clock. If you want to go to thewellteam.com forward slash events, you can register for that class or one of the upcoming other classes this month. We are really enjoying serving our wellness community through health and hormones and getting your stress level down and metabolic health. And it's just so exciting to hear from you all and for you all to have breakthroughs. And I hope that this helps you today because I know that I'm not alone feeling a little crazed by everything that is thrown at us as as women. So have a great day. I hope that you are feeling refilled after being at the Well Podcast. Please take a second and fill out a review. This is the only way that we know if you're enjoying the podcast and what you're enjoying about it. Also subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes. And we would love to have you in our Facebook community group. The link is in each episode. We are better together at the Well.